You're listening to the Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, movie fans. You're all very welcome to the Big Review Ski with Omniplex Cinemas and my Omnipass. My name is Owen Doherty. There's Justine Stafford. There's Paul Moore. There's Rory Cashin. And last but not least, there is Denise Curtin. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Five, house. five of us on the one show today. I don't, know how it's rare. It? I don't think it's ever happened before. Mm. It's, uh, I don't know how you fit all, it all on. It's actually, if you're wondering, for everybody who's listening at the moment, you can't actually see Justine and Paul, but... I see what you're what doing. What is it? What is it, Rory? What you, am I doing? You, what really tenuous joke am I trying to make? An invisible man joke. It's an invisible man joke, because yes. on today's show... We have a full Look how review. how upset you made <laughs> <laughs> Denise is raging already. <laughs> Paul is right behind you. Look. Like, <laughs> Looked over and she was like... I was like, hear the dad jokes already. We're only, no what, daddy a jokes. minute in? No daddy jokes. Dad jokes, yes. Yes, Daddy tick. jokes. No. no, not Zaddy. No, that's not a Zaddy joke. That's, that's not a, a dad a joke. joke. Full stop. So we will have a full review of The Invisible Man coming up later on the show. We'll also have interviews with two of the stars, Elizabeth Moss. Yes. And... Oliver, I always get these two, his double bar name, Jackson Cohen? Yes, it's the one you think it shouldn't be. Yes, yeah. got it. Um, so they will be coming up later on in the show. Uh, I'm not going to make any more Invisible Man jokes, that's we'll it. We'll see. I do wish that I was an Invisible Man today, because it turns so out... We. Turns out that me and Rory are wearing the exact same clothes. Oh, yeah. 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 Denise, why are you not wearing a navy jumper? Yeah, I get that one on the show often, but you could at least, you know, brief <laughs> me on the, on the clothes to wear. Like, it is, it's navy jumper week. Um, had, had it been a week earlier, it would have been, a we all week. would have been grey polar with a white t-shirt over t-shirt. it. Yeah. yeah. I see what's going on here. And, and our leather pants are just in the wash. Yeah. Yes. Denise, it's great to have you back on the big review ski. You're very welcome. Thank you. It's are, great to be back. Are you excited about today's show? I'm very excited. In spite of the opening? In spite of the opening, yeah, we, we, you can only go up from here, actually. It's it's, true. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you'd be surprised. Um, it is possible to stay flat. Yeah. yeah. If you would like to get in touch with The Big Review Ski, uh, you can tweet us at Big Review Ski, or you can get in touch on Instagram or Facebook or Texas or phone us. The lines are waiting. I love we dim the lights, but like the lines are now the, open. The, line, the lines are officially open. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's that. And don't forget to subscribe. Yeah. Crucial. Uh, now it's time for the big question on the Big Review Scheme. For this week's big question, it's over to our superstar guest, Denise Curtin. Thank you. I feel really excited to do the big question today. I'm excited to hear Great it. moment. So I appreciate you that ready? you're excited. Which inanimate object terrified you the most in a movie? <laughs> so I was a bit confused about this at the start. How? Just, <laughs> I'm easily confused, <laughs> full stop. Um, if, yeah... So which, that's it, which inanimate object... In a film ever, ever... Ever has just scared you. And has that's terrified you. We're chatting about The Boy 2, yes. which has a doll in it. So is this a real doll. film? The Boy, Brahms, colon, no, The film. Boy 2. Well, I hope it's real. I spent <laughs> time <laughs> watching the guy. Watching it. Well, we'll get to it. So in that movie, it's a horror movie, obviously. Yes. And it's, we're going to have a full review of that later on as well. Yes. I always say full reviews. Like We're going to have like two-thirds, two-thirds of, a of a review. And I thought... Yeah. And it was quite quiet. I wonder what he yeah. thought. Um, but in that, there's a boy, a creepy boy doll. Yeah, yes. there's a little doll that terrifies people. Okay. So based on that, the question is this week, has there been a film where you've been creeped out by something that shouldn't be alive? 
Oh, okay. Or not alive. <laughs> or not alive. Dead possessed. inside. Yeah. Dead inside, yeah. An inanimate okay. object that's possessed or something that comes alive and gets possessed. Anything that okay. just shouldn't be something that could scare you. So initially, well, what did you go for, first of all? So I went for the ring, for the VHS ta- tape in the ring. Yeah, so. The tape, of course. Very, very scary. I think this one came out in like 2002. I don't know what age I was then, but too young to be watching the ring. Mm. And to say that that film freaked the life out of me for so long. Samira or Samara coming through the screen, nope. Possessed tape, again, nope. <laughs> Passing it around to kill other people? Another no. Absolutely not, no. So yeah, I was very, very terrified about putting in a tape, getting that static, and then seeing loads of creepy images on the screen. Were you delighted with the introduction of DVDs and Blu-rays? Very excited, yeah, yeah. All VHS tapes got the bin Burn in my them. house. Perfect. Them. <laughs> Jumping around outside a bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throwing them onto the pyre. Okay. Um, yeah, I still have a whole bunch of VHS at home. But, Me too. Um, yeah. yeah. A lot of it's stuff that I just recorded off the telly. Yeah. The one so. late night, Channel 5. Gotcha. I, mean, I hear you. Wait, but you still have a VHS player? Player, yes. There oh, is one wow, in the house. Right. Yeah, yeah it's one. not like attached to anything at the moment, but it is there. <laughs> it still works. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. And you have to rewind the tape and then yeah, that's play the way it forward. Is that a saying? Play it forward. <laughs> play it forward. It's play. a film starring Jaylee Hole Osmond. That's not his name. Um, play it forward, yeah. yeah. You hit play and it goes forward. That's okay. the way the tape works. Um, oh. But still to this day, have you ever gone back and revisited The Ring? I did. It was on TV, I feel like, maybe two or three years ago. Okay. And I sat down and watched it again. I was like, okay, not as bad as I remember. Yeah. But I still get stuck with the initial fear from watching it the first time. Yeah. Another film, The Mummy, did that to me as well, funnily enough. It used to give me the The Brendan Fraser one? Yeah. That's like a, 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 like a romp. Like I a, know. A comic but back in the day, adventure. I thought... This is this is terrifying. This is is horror. The horror has peaked with the mummy. I'm I'm never going to ancient Egypt again. But yeah, the VHS tape, inanimate object that is terrifying, is is my one. That's a great shout. Happy days. Mm. Whose go was it next? Mine. Yours. What did you go for? The book from the Babadook. Oh no. Yeah. Have you seen the Babadook? Mm -hmm. Babadook. I mean, okay. Um, Paul the sound guy liked it. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Are you going Baba? Does he not go Baba Duke? No? <laughs> he goes Baba the Duke. title Baba of the film. Yeah. But he, Owen, Hello. in his peerless comedy manner, yeah. decided to say Baba Book. I love that you have to explain all his jokes to me today. They're well, really not hidden. Man, they're being one. <laughs> you get one. <laughs> the one I don't explain will be the funny one. Okay. Yeah. We just have okay. to wait for that one. So the book in this, yes, yes. utterly terrifying. Uh, I don't really want to it, talk about this. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, have you seen this one? Yes, I have actually because it was added to... Is there a story? No, no, there wasn't. <laughs> no, there, there wasn't. I have, I have seen this. Do you yeah, ever I mean. get scared about your kids becoming possessed? That's always something I'm freaked out about. Is if yeah. I had a child, then becoming like finding a book like that and getting like yeah. possessed. Have you seen the Babadook? I have. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Mm, scary. Because yeah, I enjoyed that. Like the, it's like the, the mom is trying to get through trauma. Yeah. And the son as well. She's never quite sure if it's just the ma who's going mad. And maybe upsetting her own kid yeah. until the dude in the hot And I think up. that's what makes it scarier because you're constantly like, what's going this on? Could just be her. And I can't watch this because I'm looking from under my blankets. It's the thing he looks like Noel Fielding from uh, The Mighty Bush as well. He, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Which kind of made it easier for me as Spirit of Jazz. <laughs> but then it's also utterly terrifying. Mm. Yeah, like look at the size of it. Gonna eat I that don't, I don't, no, your head is blocking the picture and I'm really happy with you're, that. You're welcome. Yeah. It's just, also, from my angle, it just yeah. looks like a little speech bubble that says, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> let me in. Um, so write the book from the Babadook. Yeah, okay. so the man of the sun, they find the book. And by reading the book, then they invite this demon into their lives. Or do they? They do. But they, you don't know that immediately. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, it was a fantastic horror movie and it's all because of a book which is why I don't read and you're dead right 100% no VHS's no books yeah. if Babadook told <laughs> you anything it's don't wiping read out every kind of medium all art watch. all art bin. get rid of it right well speaking of art I've gone for a painting ah uh, well yeah, so <laughs> the collection is <laughs> so I've actually given this answer before but for another uh, another big question okay so Okay, because I was trying to Fiona, and she, she uh, Fiona, who does all the fantastic stuff behind the scenes here. Hello, Fiona. Uh, was like, one of the answers, I think, was already an answer, and it's like, we'll, we'll get it to it. It was an answer for a separate big question, but it is 100% the correct answer for me, for this for particular, me. for me. For, I feel like this is right for me right now in my life. Can you tell us um, what the other, can you remember what I'm the other question was? I'm trying to remember what it remember was. Either. No. Anyway. But, Anyway, oh, I don't even want to see his picture. Here is Vigo the Carpathian. There he is. Absolutely scary bastard. Quite the looker. Yeah, yeah, he is. 1989, <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. Um, basically, in terms of an inanimate object, he's in uh, a New York museum. He has a painting that comes to life, and basically the Ghostbusters have to stop him because he wants to... Uh, Possess, always about the possession. Always a possession. baby, yeah, a mm. baby in it, yeah. yeah. So, um, and I remember Sigourney was, Weaver's baby. I know that's right. You leave Sigourney Weaver's baby alone. Yeah. Um, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Whatever. <laughs> um, I was talking about this guy before, doing a bit of background reading on him, and it all came back. And I don't know why we don't talk about him more. His name in real life is Norbert Group. Oh, the actor. The actor. Okay. Norbert Group. Norbert Group. Oh, G-R-U-P-E, isn't it? Yeah. You say unfortunate. That's why he gave himself a stage name and he became a wrestler. And his wrestler, He looks like a wrestler. Doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's got the, the build, the physique for it. He changed his name to Prince Wilhelm von Humburg. Can you do that? I mean, you he can. can. He can. You should, he can like do that, whatever that, he that's wants. That's going too far the other way, I think. Yeah. Then he dropped the prince. That's he just became <laughs> Wilhelm von Humburg. That's like the male equivalent of uh, Princess Banana Hammock from like when Phoebe renamed herself on Friends. That's what you yeah. called herself, didn't you? All those names sound like some sort of infection. A little bit. Yeah. And then he renamed yeah. himself to Coronavirus. Yeah. And then he was finally Vigo the Carpathian. Foot and mouth. Yeah, pretty much. So this guy, uh, yeah, I remember... <laughs> Whenever I was growing up, myself and my younger brother Lorcan, we used to share bunk beds. Uh, it was the top, Lorcan the bottom, and at the, the end of the bed, we used to have uh, one of the corners of the bunk beds. There was a pile of dressing gowns, and in the middle of the night, the window. How many dressing gowns did you have? So many dressing gowns. Our bedroom was also known as the dressing gown room. <laughs> Everybody in the house, there were 37 of us. Wow. We all kept our dressing gowns at the end of my bed. I feel like that's a conversation for another episode. That's for uh, a special. Dressing gowns. <laughs> but, uh, but whenever light used to come in from the window at the back of the room, uh, it would kind of hit the pile of dressing gowns and it would form a silhouette that was the exact same shape as his head. So, and then kind of moving out like that. So I would wake up in the middle of the night and think that Vigo the Carpathian slash Norbert Group was standing at the end of my bed. Norbert, 
He's Get out of my room. He's got more important stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. You think that, other than terrifying like an eight-year-old boy, yeah. his younger brother. And his dressing gowns. Lorcan was never scared. He didn't have the right angle. He was under, ah, forget about it. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all off. <laughs> it was only, only me. Um, so yeah, that was my answer, being the Carpathian. Uh, so yeah, he creeped me out a lot when I was, when I was younger too. Because there's, there's a scene that's actually, I don't think it even involves him, where he has the guy who's in, is it Peter McNichol? Uh, oh, John, Peter, it is Peter McNichol, yeah. And he's, he's, McNichol, he's like, a, yeah. He's like a, a nanny who flies through the sky and then just snatches <laughs> yeah. the child from, uh, from the windowsill. I yeah. mean, that big freaked me out. Also scary. So, uh, so we've got videos, yes. books, yes. and painting. Perfect. So, so all art. Film, uh, books, and painting. Okay, yeah, every single, that's, yeah. Okay. That's why... That's why. <laughs> that, that's why. Um, Denise, thanks for that big question. My pleasure. Um, if you have any inanimate objects in your life, I always think of in Bruce just whenever I say the phrase, and yeah, fucking inanimate object. Um, we'll, but, need uh, to, we'll need to beat that. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. beat that. Um, but uh, yes, if you have any that utterly terrified you whenever you were growing up, or maybe even more recently, uh, please do let us know. Right, 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 right. What's next? The big trailer on the big review ski. What yes. have we got, Rory? Spiral. Have you heard of Spiral? We both go, In the bin with him. So you sent on this big trailer for us to have a wee look at. And again, I didn't think it was a real film. I thought it was like a, an SNL kind of parody. Or I something. understand why you would think yeah. that. Um, so, you know, it's, it's from the book of Saw. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Saw was a book, but here we are. Um, and it's got Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson in it. So, two legitimately good actors in a long, delayed sequel to the, to the Saw movies. I think this is the ninth one in the series as well. Oh, the um, yeah, so, before I get like, too detailed into it, here is a clip. And then I'll come back and gonna have, I'm just going just gonna to talk this out. Because there's some stuff I want to talk about. Okay. All right. Okay, here's right. what we look at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spiral. From the Book of Saw. Is that the full title? Yeah. Spiral. From the Book of Saul. Thank nice. you. Yeah. Whoever did this has another motive. They're targeting cops. This shit's gonna go sideways fast. Someone's out there pulling all the strings. So I was I was going to talk more about Spiral, yeah. but you have a you have a scalding hot I know. surface of the sun take breaking news on Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Denise so Kirkman. I was over in London and I went to see Mr. Glass. Didn't know what I had myself set up for. Worst film I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Samuel L. Jackson starred in it. Had to look at his face for a long time. Made me angry about him. Now I'm like, do I like Samuel L. Jackson? I don't know. Gosh. I think the answer is yes, I love him. I think he's fantastic. But did you sit through Mr. Glass? No, but I did watch Glass. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I, I don't mind him in that. But you, like, <clears throat> as you said, Rory, I don't think it's his fault that the film maybe wasn't no, I didn't, quite as fantastic. I didn't, I didn't like that film either. No. Yeah. I, I remember... Cause Paul was here and he was defending it and I, I was having none of it. And I was shouting, fight, fight, fight. No we did Paul and now he's not good. here. See, yeah, he did. I he honestly did. thought it was trash. He's right there. Just, yeah, Paul, just say come it, on. 
Come on, Paul. What are you doing? He's sulking. Um, but yeah, this is a funny kind of a feel to a movie because Chris Rock in a serious role. Yeah. Uh, and then Samuel L. Jackson pops up, which feels like a cameo, but then there's a lot of them in the trailer as well. But that could be all of them. Yeah, <laughs> that could be all of them. Uh, yeah, so it's... I, do, have you seen any of the Saw movies? I have saw none of the Saw movies. Have you seen any of the Saw movies? I have not saw any of the scene movies. Fab, have you? I have. I think I've seen the, like, fifth one. Just the fifth one? <laughs> saw fifth five. One. That's so what a, great, a great way to come in. <laughs> because the, like, you, the Saw movies were almost like, uh, like the Marvel movies. If you come in watching Infinity War, you'd be like, what? So it's the same with like Saw 4 or 5, like remember when we killed her with the needles three films ago and you're like, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. So I know there's, there's like, they love doing jigsaws that are really dangerous in it. So whenever you put the jigsaw pieces together, then your life is in danger. Is that a joke? Sort of. Weird way of describing the film. <laughs> yeah. There is a killer in it called Jigsaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Told you. And there was that movie in the Saw series called Jigsaw. Also told you, yeah. But there are no jigsaws in the movies. Yeah, I must have saw a different one. I love that Jigsaw gets to ride a tricycle. That now is chilling. <laughs> that, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> There's another inanimate object. A tricycle. Yeah. Or <laughs> dicycle. In the very, very first one, Danny Glover is like a police officer who's investigating the murder of people by the Jigsaw person. And I feel Sam Jackson is playing a version of Danny Glover's role. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Chris Rock. I just don't. Chris Rock. I feel must have seen like what Jordan Peele was doing. Was like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Because he got to co-wrote Spiral. Oh, okay. Um, but it's been directed by the guy who directed Saw two, three, and four, uh, which were all quite bad. So yeah, I just don't know. I, Mixed I'm feelings curious. on it. And you know the way I'm very, uh, <laughs> very good at guessing. The outcome of a movie based on the trailer. I did it with Last Christmas. Yes, true. Well, everybody did it with Last Christmas. I did, but I got it like almost down to a T. (laughs) So you feel you've got a theory about Spiral, the book of Saul. Yeah, yeah, as in who the killer is. Okay, go for it. It's the white guy in the car with With Chris Chris Rock, Rock, the the new police officer, yeah. Okay. I think it's him. So... Okay, no, you don't need to go see it. I mean... Or do, and I'll be wrong. Well, when is the movie out? Good question. Uh, 15th of May. Here. 15th of May. Okay, okay. so not long to go. Like, yeah, relatively soon. Yeah, two and a half months. We'll Eight put weeks? Rory's yeah. theory to the test and find out whether uh, the new rookie partner is the killer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, grand. So Spiral, the Book of Saul, uh, coming out very, very soon uh, in the 15th of May. Yes. Inside the 15th of May. Inside. Okay, that is the big trailer for this week. You can watch the full trailer up on Joe as well. Now, though, it's time for those interviews we promised you, and we always keep a promise here in the Big Reviews Key. Um, We have got interviews with Elizabeth Moss, who is just one of the greatest actors. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Obviously, most people will know her from her TV career. She started out... uh, Zoe Bartlett in The West Wing. Yes. Uh, she's also the star of The Handmaid's Tale. And she's Peggy freaking Olsen in Mad Men as well. And she was um, a girl interrupted back in the day. Was she? Yeah. Amazing. With, with uh, Winona and Angelina. She Unbelievable. Was um, so she's a really talented actor. And then she was in Us yes. uh, just last year as well. So uh, now she's back as the star of The Invisible Man, along with her co-star Oliver Jackson Cohen. Um, Rory, you had a chance to meet them both. I did, yeah. Uh, they they were both lovely. Uh, I think everyone has... Elizabeth Moss is like one of those actresses who, when you 
you're like, oh, I'm chatting to Elizabeth Bronte. Who's that again? And then you list everything that she's in. You're like, I oh love God, her. She's yeah. uh, she's always the best thing that she's in. And Oliver Jackson Cohen, most people probably remember from The Haunting of Hill House. But he's been around for ages. Like he's been working since he was 15 on like Hollyoaks and stuff. So they're together in The Invisible Man. Um, and we'll do a clip of that first. And then I'll come back and have a little talk about what Elizabeth had to say. Okie dokie. Here's a clip of The Invisible Man. In the Book of Saul. If you can see them. It just doesn't make any sense. What? Adrian wouldn't kill himself. Listen, you're getting your freedom back, okay? Don't let him haunt you. Hello? I'm scared. You don't have to be scared of him anymore. He was a sociopath. Completely in control of everything. He said that wherever I went, he would find me. Walk right up to me, and I wouldn't be able to see him. I like the look of it. Well, it's a scary film, so I don't think that's true. No, but I do love Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. And even though Oliver Jackson Cohen is in this movie, yes, as the Invisible Man, he still looks good in it as well. He's a good-looking man. You get, you he get certainly get is. snippets of him in it. Snippets. There's little bits. Yeah. yeah. Um... This is a revamp of the old monster movie version of it from Universal Studios, yes? Yeah, based on the even older book. I didn't know it was a book. I thought they were barred. Well, no, that's just us. That's just us. Not in life. Nope. Not in the world. Not for us. No, no, thank you. Uh, Yeah, so it was... uh, Because this was originally meant to be Johnny Depp for As the Invisible Man, but like centered on him when it was Tom Cruise as the mummy. And oh, was, in their dark universe yeah, yeah, that they yeah. were going to do. Okay, gotcha. And then that didn't go well. So they were like, well, let's do smaller, uh, maybe a bit more interesting. And that's exactly what they've done. So uh, when I was chatting to Elizabeth, there, uh, if, have you seen us? No. All right. We, what, do you watch The Hammond's Tale? Yes. She, I think she has a very specific look of determination in her eyes. Yeah. And I've noticed it in like everything that she does. Uh, and she does it really well. She's doing it right now. She has. It's, <laughs> it's also kind of a look of her spiraling, yeah. isn't it? She looks like she's internally spiraling. She's really good at like yeah. portraying that. Yeah. So uh, I pointed it out to her. It's like you have what I now refer to as the Elizabeth Moss look, where yeah. it's just perfect. Oh God, Denise, that's okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> she's spiraling. The lens? Okay, here we go. My God. Elizabeth Moss, slow zoom, <laughs> slow zoom, slow zoom. The cameras don't do that. Can just it. pretend yeah. it's a slow zoom. Just if you're at home, just Our crew yeah, of fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Move closer. <laughs> uh, so I asked her, like, you know, was she aware that she was? This was something she yeah. did. And Are you aware you're staring, sir? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did she? Ha- did she have to go to a, to a particular place to, you know, get that level of intensity? And this is what she had to say. Specific look in this, and I've, I've seen it in Us, and I've seen it in The Handmaid's Tale, and I'm, I'm now referring to it as the Elizabeth Moss look, Uh-oh. where it's, it's, it's a mix of crazy <laughs> and determined <laughs> and scared and angry, and it's all in, it's all in the eyes Ooh. simultaneously. Uh, is, there, is there a place that you go, or is there a lesson you can give if someone wants to just shorthand that yeah, kind of... Yeah, I won't be able to do it anymore. Now you've ruined it. Oh, you've, you've oh I popped the bubble. Absolutely, popped the bubble. I'll be like, I'm doing it now. I'm doing the Elizabeth Moss I'm, I'm doing the Elizabeth Moss I'm scared. That's it right there. You're I'm doing angry it. and I'm determined. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no place I go. I guess um, I just try to put myself in... It sounds so silly and simple, but... 
I try to put myself in the circumstances of the character. Elizabeth Moss, did the Elizabeth Moss stare to you? Potentially for the last time ever. Potentially, because you've, call, you've called her out now. Yeah. Well, you've discovered her secret. I just don't want her leaning on these crutches, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Do better, Elizabeth. Yeah, it's, like, it's like somebody, if they're playing a game of poker and they've got a tail, mm. and you've just called her out in it. It's a crazy face. She's doing it. That's what it is. Uh, so, yeah, so the, uh, the other thing, well, you can watch the whole interview. It's up on, it's up on Joe on the YouTube now. But <laughs> The YouTube. The YouTubes. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, yeah, because she's got some fantastic films coming out soon. Um, and both of them feature prominent, much-loved Irish actors. One is The French Dispatch with Saoirse Ronan. And one is Next Goal Wins, which is Taika Waititi's next movie. So uh, Wes Anderson uh, for French Dispatch. Yeah. And take away TD for like, amazing. Yeah, and Fastbender's in Next Call Wins. So mm. I asked, uh, you know, any thoughts on working with Irish people? <laughs> yeah. Are you, is, is you swearing it off? Uh, or is it all good? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uh, and this is what she had to say. I believe recently you've worked with two of our favourite people, Saoirse Ronan oh, for yeah. French Dispatch and Michael Fastbender for. Next Goal Wins? Yes. Can you tell us how it was working with the two of them? Yes. I actually worked with Saoirse on um, The Seagull. But she's in French Dispatch. You're absolutely correct. But we just didn't have any scenes together. And she's absolutely lovely. Have you met her? I've met her, but I've never interviewed her because she's, like, always in Ireland. Yeah. So just, Ireland's she, too small not to run she into gives each other. Right, exactly. <laughs> she gives Ireland a real good name. She's a really, really lovely gal. Um, and Fastbender too. Fastbender's like... First of all, the man is so good at improv, and I had no idea. I think of him as a very husband, serious, actor, serious yeah, actor. The man is hilarious. I was shocked, honestly, and I think people are going to be—I think people are going to be really kind of bowled over by him because he's really funny, and his ability to improv is is absolutely remarkable. I was—I was just—I've always been impressed by him as a dramatic actor, and I saw this whole new side, which was really cool. Amazing. So she's shocked the fastbender's funny. Okay. Do you, know, do you know what we're, we're shocked about? What are you shocked about? That she's shocked. That you're, none of your dad jokes are landing. What? Did I make you, a daddy joke? All of them. Every invisible you man joke so far. You have to stop saying daddy joke as well. We can't, we can't be okay with that. Daddy joke. You come on Did here I make a for daddy the first joke? time in ages. That's not my joke. <laughs> oh, that's what you're saying it like. Did I make a daddy joke? That's not that's the way I That's how you're saying it. That's I can't how even play with that's, my, that's how I'm hearing it. That's right. Well, that's your ears fault, No, did I make a dad joke? You can't say, did I make a daddy a, joke? That's creepy. Anyway. <laughs> I'm surprised that she's surprised that Michael Fassbender is funny. Because obviously he's funny. Why is that obvious, though? Because yeah, he's I Irish. Yeah, I think it's that obvious. Well, you're Irish. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I think you just assume you, you associate him with, like, shame. Not terribly funny. 12 years of slave. Shame is very Irish, Not too, terribly though. funny. Hunger. Not terribly funny. Like, we've seen him kind of in Frank, so we know he can be funny. Yeah. yeah. But um, even at that, if you remember how it ends, it's like, oh, this actually isn't funny at all. But, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I was surprised to hear that he was funny because I've never known him to tell a joke. <laughs> so uh, that, that's got me very excited for Next Call Wins. But I assume Taika Waititi knows what he's doing. He's not just going to hire some rando, unfunny person to be the head of his next big comedy. Yeah, no, so, they, definitely, uh, they definitely know each other in better detail than, than we would. Definitely. Mm. She's right. So, uh, Elizabeth, wonderful. Yes. Now, Oliver. Yeah. So, Rory. <laughs> okay. You've, you've fallen in love now, haven't you? It's, it's happened a few times. 
It happens every week. A few times a day. <laughs> every week. <laughs> Walking down the street. A... Who's that person? I'm in love with them. <laughs> I love you. Um, yeah, no, we, uh, there's a, there's a, right, so when I walked into the room first, you would know this, and you'd know this mm. as well from doing junk. It's normally when you go into, uh, peeking behind the camera here, there is like a very intricate setup of cameras and backdrops and microphones, and you have to kind of make your gauntlet to the chair and you shake hands. He got up out of his chair when I came into the room and came over to me and shook my hand. And I was like, gentlemen. Great start. Which is difficult for him to do because he's about, I think he's 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, and he has to negotiate yeah, yeah, yeah. his way around all that equipment. Uh, so then when we sat down, we, we had a little bit of banter that is not on the, on the video, unfortunately, about how X-rated. they had to fix both of our cameras because when we sat up, we, it was, we were both cut off from here. Uh, so I just knew immediately we were going to be best friends. A connection, yeah, if you will. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we had a, a long, lovely chat about his role in this and how he had a, he had a bit of an easy time in it because he's here. <laughs> but for is a he lot here? Of it. It's like Justin and Paul in I this week's show. I was going to say they haven't really said much about no. this film. Thoughts? No? Any opinion on it? Holding the cards close to their chest over mm-hmm. there. Uh, and if you're you because you've seen Invisible Man, I did. I went to see the premiere. Um, yeah, it's really really good. I loved it. But the opening scene. He's asleep and for most of it. Scary. And he's still scary, but he's asleep. Sleepy scary. Sleepy scary. Okay. Like creeping out of a room, don't wake up scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So we'll get, we'll get back to that. Yeah. But yeah, so he, I think he had a, a, an easy time of it. So we, uh, we chatted, chatted about that too. But the bit, Sorry, I, did you go into these two interviews and just insult the people? Like one, it's like, I see like, that stare you're doing? I know you're doing. You've I, got a weird every face. Every single thing. I like <laughs> to bring them down to time. my level. <laughs> Just neg them out until they just tell me what I want to Two hear. Two incredibly talented, lovely human beings. Here. Like, they, I'll though? tell you another thing about it. <laughs> but whenever I uh, chat to people who are doing horror movies, I always try, I try to ask, what's your favourite scary movie? Uh, and I asked Oliver, and he you'll hear his answer now. But it turns out uh, there is a reason why maybe he keeps getting drawn back to do it, because he's in The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, and he's in the upcoming sequel that's, I think, due out later this year. And he's in this, so why he keeps getting drawn back to do scary projects. I feel like The Exorcist, because it was the first one to really terrify me. Yeah. And I was so stupid, I was like nine years old when I watched it. Never a good idea. Very understanding parents. They were not there, which is how, how it came about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then they came to pick me up at a friend's house, and they were like, are you okay? Are you okay? So it was like silent. I don't think I spoke for like a good sort of 42 hours. So yeah, for, yeah, 40, yeah. 48 hours afterwards, it was not good. Well, okay, well, it's, it's, it's left an impression. <laughs> you are working in horror, so that's a good way of working through, exactly. working through the drama. Yeah, um, it's all, all of this is therapy. <laughs> it's really Just expensive of therapy. One of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great guy, super voice. Great voice. Sounds, I think he sounds a bit like Mark Strong. He's got that. It's yeah. got that, and he just—he's very handsome. He's when you were asking action. him that question, I thought you were trying to set him up to be like, because they're easy. That's what it felt like you're going that he's going to do What's when easy? you were when you were asking him like why he keeps getting drawn back to do horror films because he has to do nothing in them. They're easy. Because they're easy. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I yeah, thought it, another slag <laughs> was going to come. I really did. I understand why you it's think easy that. For you, you yeah. do nothing, mate. <laughs> it's to be expected. Uh, yeah. No. So he gave like it's understand. I think it's a, it's it's something you should look into. Maybe doing more what? horror uh, viewing, watching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Just as a form of. It's not easy for me. You though. miss out on a gorgeous genre, though. 
Okay, but she's mm. not wrong. She just, in that one sentence, she saw the better than you ever had for me. <laughs> well, I've never tried. <laughs> you try every week. Um, okay, Invisible Man, is it living up to the hype? Because a lot of people, early word of mouth is like, this is actually a whole lot of fun and properly creepy. Yeah, like, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great. Yeah. There's, there's the, it has whoa, maybe my favourite opening scene in a horror since uh, Scream. It's <gasps> um, a big call. It is a big call. Um, and it's, it's just from right from the... Very, like, even the opening credits where it's the waves just hitting the side of the cliff, uh, you're like, uh, it's, it's unnerving. And then it gets into that opening scene, which is practically silent. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and really gets its hooks in immediately. Uh, and yeah, then the, the rest of it plays out, I think, in like very interesting ways. There's definitely, because I think we've seen the trailer first and we were like, is that most of the film you've just mm. shown us? Uh, but there are definitely like two or three scenes in it where it was a surprise. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, jumpy scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that I didn't fully anticipate, and I was like, I really appreciated that. And Elizabeth Moss is great. She's fantastic. She's so good in this. Um, she's another one of those, like, it's Florence Pugh, it's Tony Collette, it's Lapita Nyong'o giving these amazing uh, performances in scary movies uh, that just won't get the attention they deserve. But... If this is the direction that they're taking these movies, like with the mummy and creature little black black lagoon and stuff, mm-hmm. like fully on board. Because okay. this was like, because the mummy, I think it was two hundred million something lunacy like that. This was like eight, eight, eight? million. Yeah, eight million. Yeah, holy moly. So right. they're going to make. And I'd say most of that was on her. Yeah. So yeah, because she's in the film alone for she, most of it. <laughs> most of the film. She's like, I know you're there. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? <laughs> Uh, yeah, because there was some very clever stuff in it where she'd be, like, again, alone in the house, but the camera would pan away from her and just kind of settle on nothing. Yeah. To You know, like, because your eyes does that thing, like, do you ever watch Paranormal Activity? Yes. We are looking You're for the thing. Yeah. yeah. And and then the camera slowly pans back to her and you're still like, where is it? I know That's he's clever. in there somewhere. It's it was like they're anticipating you for a jump, but give you nothing. And you're like, yeah. this is worse. <laughs> this is actually worse. <laughs> yeah. That sounds brilliant. I remember you were saying after you'd seen it as well, um, that it actually, because it's Bloomhouse here behind it, mm. who we said have this winning formula of making something for really cheap, but making it connect with audiences in different ways, whether it's something like uh, The Purge, um, but this is this is or a lot more kind like of or get out yeah. and but that's what I mean it's kind of they go for kind of like maybe a trashy side but something that also has something more serious to yeah. say as well yeah like this obviously has with the uh, with the a boyfriend thing it's domestic abuse and it's gaslighting and uh, as you find out in it, when she escapes from after the after the opening scene she's told then that he has killed himself and she has survivor's guilt uh, and the film plays with the idea that is he even an invisible man or is it all in her head again? Right. Because that's okay. uh, he's left her a huge sum of money, but she can only keep access to it if she can prove that she, uh, if she doesn't break, uh, doesn't break the law. Doesn't commit a crime and prove that she's mentally stable. Exactly. Yeah. Holy moly. But it's ah. a lot of money. Yeah. Like, I, like, I wouldn't have that money. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like Brewster's Millions, except way less funny. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so it does, it has the interesting social angle. Uh, and yeah, I think it'll, 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 it'll generate a lot of 
think pieces, I think. Discussion, conversation. Mm. Mm. Okay, brilliant. Happy days. Well, that's two resounding recommendations. Uh, so The Invisible Man is out in cinemas this week. So 100% go and see it. If you can. If yeah. you can. There it is. Our next movie is Downhill. Now, you may remember last week, if you bothered to watch slash listen to the show, mm-hmm. we were giving away an amazing uh, Downhill prize, which was um, tickets to go and see an advanced screening of the movie. Uh, and also, for one very lucky winner, a uh, four ski or slash snowboarding lessons at the Ski Club of Ireland. Denise, are you a skier? I'm not. Okay. No. <laughs> Is that the answer you were looking for? No, you not particularly, but fine. I'm moving (laughs) on. This is how you learn. I'm moving on. So, out of the winners uh, who did get to go and see uh, the movie a couple of days ago, we will be picking one overall winner, the chosen one, and it won't be Denise. I'll tell you that um, to receive that Ski Club of Ireland prize. So, stay tuned for that. But the movie itself, starring Will Ferrell and Julie Louis Dreyfus, Julie Louis Dreyfus, um, is out in cinemas this week. And uh, before we hear. The full or two thirds review of it. <laughs> uh, here is a little clip of the movie. Is that okay? Yeah, it's, it's fine. It looked like it was gonna kill us. For a and moment. The kids were screaming because it felt like we were gonna die. Pete? Wow. And I look over at Pete, and he had grabbed his phone. Pete left us. Do you like Will Ferrell? I do. He looks like such an American dad in that film, doesn't he? he Daddy. In a, it, no, not a dad. You said, you said it. You set him I up said, for You this. said it. I said American dad. <laughs> Full stop. Um, yeah, when he's in ski gear, he even looks more like a father. Thank you. Good, good. <laughs> Don't forget my <laughs> Male parent. Uh, yeah, like I, and you and I have discussed at length how much we love Julie Louis-Dreyfus from Seinfeld and SNL and Veep and everything. Uh, and the pairing in my head, I was like, oh, this, this, this should work yes. quite easily. But then you think her brand of comedy is, it's slightly different to his because... It, it feels like her 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 type of comedy is like of a higher IQ. Yeah. Whereas his is Man-child. screaming at people, but yeah. she screams too. But well, he screams funny. He, he's very funny. Yeah. Screamer. So, but it, it does seem like two clashing types of comedy. But having watched it, I can say he's brought himself much closer to her brand okay. than than the other way around. And I think that's why the film is not landing well. Because yeah, it, it it was released in the states, I think two weeks ago could have been a bit longer. It just hasn't done any business whatsoever. And I think it's because people were expecting a Will Ferrell comedy, when this is actually closer to because it, it's it's written co-written by the guy who did Succession. Oh, okay. which is just one of the funniest. Genius. Yeah, but it's also like I want to claw my face off because yeah. it's so uncomfortable. Uh, it's that brand of comedy. Uh, so it's. I can I can imagine people watching this and going, I hate this because it's just cringe, never stops. It's it's uh, it's set in the Swedish Alps, Alps I think. Or the Alps, yeah. Swedish Alps. Rory? Swedish Alps are Jeepers. not a thing. No, they're not. <laughs> I'm uh, sure they've got their own ooh. Swedish name for their mountains. Yikes! <laughs> you should call any mountain range the Alps. It, I, what are the Sparrens of Derry? Those are the Derry Alps. I it's it's the, the Swedish Everest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's set in the Alps, and. Family trip. Have you heard of the word mountain? 
Have I heard of the word mountain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. knows them all Alps. <laughs> <laughs> Even during the summer. Karen the Alps. <laughs> the Alps were, yeah. we, hiked it, we hiked the Alps. Brayhead <laughs> Alp. Um, so, yeah, they're on a family trip to the Alps in, in Central Europe, let's say. <laughs> and there's a, there's a controlled avalanche. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus grabs her kids to protect them, thinking they're all about to die. Uh, Will Fell grabs his phone and bails. Uh, and she sees that as like the ultimate betrayal of a father. It's like, why wouldn't you try to protect us or stay with us? And his survival instinct kicked in. It was like, laters. Um, and it's a remake of a French film? Yeah. Uh, called French Norwegian. Fr- Fr- see, this is the confusion. Yeah. How can that be? Force Where Missouri. are the Alps? <laughs> Forget about the Alps for a wee second. <laughs> but yeah, a remake of Force Majeure, which yeah. uh, was critically acclaimed and audiences loved it as well. It was, but it was not an out-and-out out comedy. It was a drama that had like some very dark elements, whereas this is a uh, bordering on kind of dark comedy with some dramatic elements. So, again, I think this is a matter of expectations. If you go in knowing it already that this is not a Will Ferrell, this isn't uh, Blades of Glory or mm-hmm. Talladega Nights. This is uh, the kind. It's, it, it's almost like the closest comparison I could think of would be like The English Office. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. level of, oof, okay. Is, is the, like I know it's funny, but, that, but, but that's a great. It is but recommendation, it, but you need to know that. I think. But that's fine. We're yeah. telling people now that's the type of comedy to expect from it, um, in terms of especially whenever you said it's written by the guy who's behind Succession as mm. well. Like fully on board. Yeah, and there's so many uh, supporting cast members who you'd be like, oh, from Veep and yeah, from Succession or. Uh, Miranda Otto is in it and she is she steals every single scene she's in because she's like an an over sexualized ski instructor and she's just one of those people who every conversation is like do you like to masturbate like just (laughs) like in the middle of a reception and the two of them are like oh my god (laughs) so every scene she arrives in it's she just completely steals it it's hilarious but on the flip side whenever you see Will and Julia like having arguments you're like oh this is it's just, it's done too well. Okay, I've seen that argument. I've been in that yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you just—it's just something to bear in mind. This is not a Will Ferrell comedy, but it is very, very good. Okay, brilliant. Happy days. I'm on board, Denise. Yeah, I think I, I am too. I know you hate skiing. I don't hate exact skiing. Exact words. Strong word. I've never skied. I must go to the Alps. Will you? you see, will you recommend your top five? <laughs> Alping destinations. Five, five Alps around the world. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Message me. Yeah. yeah. Have a think about it. Message I'll me. Give it, I'll give it. I'll give it an L. Think. Yeah. <laughs> you have big review skied though. Yeah. I have big review skied. Yeah. 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 Which is yeah. almost like the real thing. And I've had Alpen. You've had Alpen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair. Other cereals are available. Um, now it's time for our next movie here on the Big Review Ski. It is Dark Waters, starring Mark Ruffalo, uh, and this is. Oh, we did come up with a name for this, but um, you've seen it, Rory. Uh, yeah. Um, I know it has a name already. <laughs> They've given it a, an actual title. But uh, let's take a little look at the trailer for Dark Waters, and then we'll come back and we'll reveal the name that we have for it. I've really built up the name way too much. Way too much. I'm so sorry. Here's Dark Waters. Your grandma tells me her grandson's some fancy environment lawyer down in Cincinnati. I am a corporate defense attorney. So? I defend chemical companies. Well, now you can defend me. 
How many did you lose? 190. 190 cows. You tell me nothing's wrong here. It's a small matter for a family friend. Help a guy who needs it. The farmer or you? That's chemicals, I'm telling you. I'm seeing documents I don't understand. They're hiding something. That chemical. What if you drank it? Drank it? It's like saying, what if I swallowed a tire? So Dark Waters, we know in real life Mark Ruffalo is uh, very uh, environmentally conscious, very socially mm. aware of uh, green climate issues. Uh, so obviously this movie uh, has a very, it's very close to his heart, essentially. But Rory, what's it about? Well, it's, it's set around the true story of uh, the DuPont scandal from, I think, the mid-naughties in, in there. Uh, Mark Ruffalo plays uh, a lawyer who's who's working for like a really high high end prestigious law firm, and he gets a call from a friend of his grandmother from his hometown, like in, a, in the middle of like nowhere America, uh, at the Alps in America. Thank you, Denise. <laughs> It's not going away. <laughs> it's not going away. Not this going is away. just on my tombstone now. So don't. Carved from the stone of the Alps. <laughs> okay. Okay. In Belgium. <laughs> just naming random countries. It's amazing. Sorry. So continue. continue. He goes back down to investigate and he sees that uh, the local water supply has been highly poisoned. It's killing all the cattle. It's making people around the place very sick. And it's related to DuPont, who created um, Teflon. Right. Who, that, you know, it goes on the pans and cooking stuff, and it's supposed to keep it non-sticky. But if you, you know, it doesn't stay on there, apparently, or didn't. And it was slowly poisoning everyone. Um, and they say now, as an actual fact, like every single person in the world now has a small amount of Teflon in them oh, because wow. of this spill. So he takes on the case to, you know, Aaron Brockovich to get the people in the area some money back for all the, the sickness that it's caused because it's, it's literally killing people and causing cancers and like, ruining their livelihoods. Uh, so, yeah. so this is Mark Ruffalo's Aaron Brockovich. Yes, here we go. And this is where Set the alternative title uh, for the movie uh, is okay. Knock it down. Aaron Frakovich. <laughs> but... But Roy then, then, pointed out the then Roy then told me the problem with that is this is not a movie about fracking. No. There's no, no fr- there's no fricking fracking in it. No. Which is no fricking fracking. There's no fricking fracking. There's no fricking fracking. So it's the title doesn't even work. I mean it's it's okay. Aaron Frakovich because he in because Mark Ruffalo in real life is massively anti fracking. Fracking. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he's tweeted about fracking in Ireland, I think. He has. Uh, so it's the the, the tenuous links are there. Yeah. It's just not funny. So, Thank you. It's not Alps it, funny. It's, it's like not, not. From, so. my, from my view up here on Alps <laughs> Mountain. So, um, super cast. Mark Ruffalo, Tim Robbins, Anne Hathaway's in there as well. Yes. Uh, Bill Pullman. Brilliant. William Jackson Harper, who's uh, Cheedy from The, the Good, Good Place. Place. Uh, yeah, so it's all a fantastic, uh, a fantastic cast. It's uh, directed by... Todd Haynes yes, from Carol and uh, Velvet Goldmine and some fantastic movies. And I've actually, we've interviewed him. It's a b- it, b- bonus feature. You can go check it out. It is a bonus feature. And he has some lovely stuff to say, especially about Mark Ruffalo. Um, it's, o- it's okay. It's, it's o- like, 
it, it, it's not as an interesting or as investing as Aaron Brockovich was because they still managed to make that uh, entertaining because her character itself was quite entertaining. Whereas Mark Ruffalo's character in this is very uh, almost guarded. It's or just very low key, very like he doesn't react hugely to anything. Um, and I'm sure that's probably is the case of the person he was playing, but that doesn't make it interesting to watch. Mm. Um, Anne Hathaway, it's so bizarre. She's playing the... You've seen this role normally played by, like, Laura Linney. Okay. Or, you know, Ashley, Ashley Judd. Judd. Yes. The wife of the man who is doing the law stuff, and yeah. she's at home taking care of the kids, and then one day he's worked too much, and she's like, what about us? What about your family? And it's so odd to see Anne Hathaway playing that role because she seems like she would be a bigger star than Mark yeah, Ruffalo. Yeah. And she's barely in it. Uh, so I'm sure she was like, oh, this is an important thing. And of course, yeah. I'd love to be a part of it. So, But that was a bit disconcerting. And the other one is, you know, Bill Camp. He's the guy who uh, actually comes to Mark Ruffalo in the trailer. He's the farmer, isn't he? Yes. Right, he's okay. in everything. Yeah. Like, you, you, I know his face. Character but, actor. Exactly. Again. That guy with the face from the thing. Like, mm-hmm. That's him. Uh, he his character in this is so unbelievably unlikable. Like immediately, I hated him, and yeah. he's meant to be like your reason to come victim. in. Yeah, and again, I understood why. It's because he's so outraged at what's happening to him, uh, and he just wants help, and no one's helping him. And so he's like, he arrives in the film already totally pissed off, okay, and just abrasive. Uh, and just generally, genuinely unlikable. And he does not become likable over the whole course of the film. Uh, which, again, I, under, I understood why. Didn't make it fun to watch. Um, so, yeah, I think in this case, and I know this makes me sound like a real, like, whatever, but it could have, hurt, it could have helped to Hollywoodize it up a little bit. I know what you yeah. mean, change some elements. Yeah, a just to make okay. it a bit more... Entertaining. Give it a bit of pizzazz. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So it was just like call it Aaron Frakovich. Get the or people maybe in. Not. Give them what they want. Daddy Frakovich. Now you brought that one up. <laughs> I just. If someone said there's a film out called Daddy Frakovich, would you not? You'd be, be like, all over that. I would, I, be, I, I would say, to... where are they streaming that? <laughs> <laughs> so Dark Waters is out in cinemas this week, but Mark Ruffalo again off the back of mainly. Uh, his performance as Bruce Banner and the Hulk in the Marvel series has like a huge fan base now as well who will be going to uh, check this out. Mm. Maybe in the same way that a lot of Will Ferrell fans will be checking out Down Hill. They're like, oh, this isn't the Mark Ruffalo film I was kind of expecting. Even though he's done a lot of serious uh, heavy lifting drama before. Um, I think the Hulk would have sorted this problem out much faster. Definitely. Well, the it Hulk is very grand strident. I mean, okay. I'll regress. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Our final movie that's out this week is Brahms. She's not giving it? Nope. <laughs> Brahms. I actually did Wait. go like this. Oh, a little gentle. <laughs> a li- I actually tap, tap, like tap, that. Yeah. Silent applause. Yeah. Um, what is it? Brahms? The boy, two. the boy 2. The boy 2. The boy 2. The boy. Like, what was the first movie called? The boy. The boy. No Brahms. No well, the nothing. doll was Brahms. The doll Brahms, was though. called Brahms, but yeah. it wasn't in the title of the movie. No. Erin Bramovich. Yeah, work. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the first movie in this, well, not even series, but the first movie to this mm. was um, a couple of years ago. Yes. Seeing bits and pieces of it. like, but Lauren Cohen remember. was the lead lady. From The Walking Dead. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so we'll, 
I'm, I'm going to prelude yes. the, the clip here with telling you what the plot was for that spoilers, one. 2016 spoilers. Okay, spoilers. So we're getting the spoilers of how that kind of wrapped up. Yes. So okay. Lauren Cohen is hired to take care of a young boy for a rich family. It's Rams. actually, it's in this, uh, it's in the big house that's in, you see in the trailer. Okay. And she arrives and they, she's a, there's a list of rules. like you have to give him his food every day and change his clothes and no visitors and can't leave him alone and blah, 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 blah. Gremlins rules. Pretty much. Uh, and it's like, right, he's up in bed, go and introduce yourself. You go up and it's a doll. That's, I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> Good night. I'm like, and see you she, later. I'm going to work down the shop. I'm not going to be nanny to this week. But it's a lot of money and she <laughs> needs the money. Okay. And she needs some, like, she just needs to get away from the city for a bit. And she's like, I can do this. It's fine. It's just a doll. What's the problem? And stuff starts to, you know, bump in the night. Stuff is moving. Mm-hmm. She, thinks the, she thinks the doll is, like, following her and stuff. It turns out yeah. that the parents of the doll... Yeah. Had an actual son, okay, who they thought had burned alive in a fire, but he's been living in the walls of the house that they're in. Yeah. The real, the real boy has yeah. grown up. Yeah, but he's up. like okay. seventeen, eighteen. Okay, yeah. and okay. He, he's been coming in and like. So he's not possessing the doll. No, the doll no, no. is still just a, it's an just, inanimate it's object. Just, okay, gotcha. So there's a big fight, and then the the teenager. Is killed again in another house fire then actually. Yeah. Um, and Lauren Corn escapes and everything's fine. And that's the end of the That first was the one. end of the first one. Boy, living inside walls of house. Yes. Terrifying. You everybody. know the way you can predict films? Did you see that coming? That he was going to be in the walls? He's just going to say, yeah, yeah. I don't think I did. I didn't oh, either. Okay. It, was a, it was a big it shock. It was a twist. It, yeah. okay, it, was, gotcha. it, was, fairly, okay. it was fairly, like, I, I was like, it's, it's Annabelle, but yeah. a boy doll. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's how that movie ended. Okay, and right. now we're back with the sequel a few years later. Yes. And same writer and director as the original. Okay. And now here's a clip from Brahms the Boy 2, and we're going, when I come back, immediately get into the problem with the sequel. Okay. I understand that some of Jude's behaviors would be upsetting, but I urge you to find a place where he feels safe. I think it would be good for him. Good for all of us. Oh my goodness, look at that. That must be the main house. Come on, Jude. Jude. So, in this one, Katie Holmes, remember her? Yeah. Yeah. Katie Holmes and a uh, handsome bearded husband whose name is Owen, so you have that in common. Hello. Both of your names are Owen. Yeah. Um, but he spells his, his own O-W-A-I-N. O-W-A-I-N. It's like a mixture of like I've Welsh never seen it spelled that yeah. way. I've never seen no. it that way. Owen. Owen. But it's Owen. Uh, they have a break-in in their like rich London home uh, and she starts, starts to have like panic attacks and PTSD and the, the son was present for the break-in as well. Uh, like, they have the, the wee boy of their own. Yes, an Not actual, an actual, an actual, an actual, real actual son. Boy. Yes. Um, so the dad's like, "Why don't we, you know, get out of the city for a bit?" And we they they rent a, a holiday home that's like in the countryside that mm-hmm. is somehow attached to the big house from the first one that's like in the middle of being torn down. Um, and then the son the son gets down and goes into the woods immediately and finds Brahms the doll. The doll. Yeah. It buried in the ground. Uh-huh. That's not what happened in the first one. No. The doll was smashed to bits. The doll was smashed yeah. to bits. wasn't buried in the ground. No. Okay. So he picks it up and then they immediately become like best friends and he starts talking to her. Mm-hmm. 
And it turns out this doll in this movie is possessed by the, an evil spirit called Brahms from hundreds of years ago. That's a different It's a world. whole different story. That's though. a different story. And they do flashbacks to what happened in the first movie, yes. but tell it completely differently. As if the doll was possessed? The doll was possessed ah. and made everyone in the house so kill they, each what other. What do you call that? Retconned it. Like they've... By the same people who made the first film. <laughs> so they have no excuse. They were like, ah, yeah. fuck it, we'll just start again. But I with actually Brahms, wish the, the first one went like this. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had done this. Yeah. It was like someone watched the first one was like, were well, you not going to make Boy Annabelle? Like, oh yeah, we should have. Ah, we'll do it this time. Yeah. And pretend okay. we did it the last time. Right, so they've just changed the entire... Yeah. So instead, because the first one... Even though they're hinting at supernatural activity and uh, possession, it's not actually there. It's just it's a real life person who's bonkers and in the walls. But now, magic is it? <laughs> yeah, it's just. And it was so much better when he was in the walls because the yeah. doll's eyes didn't move and stuff like this, and now they do, and it's just a bit yeah. like, come yeah. on. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, for, and for the whole, like, the doll's eyes move, and sometimes the heads move, and sometimes if someone's out of the room, you can hear, like, like the, the porcelain feet or whatever, like, hitting the ground, like, but then it never actually, it never does anything. Okay. It never actually does anything in this film. So everything that happens is off, off screen and it, it's all been put onto the boy. And then the husband doesn't believe Katie Holmes because he thinks she still has PTSD. It's all invisible, invisible man stuff yeah. again. But not as good. Which is not as good. And th- she's really good at it. I, that was my next question. What's Katie Holmes like? Because she's she really hasn't good been in, in anything no, in ages. She deserves better than yeah, Brahms, the boy, too. It's not like, what she should Like, is the boy three going to have no, Meryl Streep in it or something? <laughs> just, just the best of it. Amy Adams, come on, we'll get to that Oscar. <laughs> it was just, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if this is going to play up on screen, but I, I don't care. So there's a bit in the, uh, in the movie where it's like, if you would like to know the history of your porcelain doll, Right? Is that a real site? Apparently. There, every, every porcelain doll has, a, has a, a, a numeric stamp in its hand. Okay. So you can type the stamp into, the, into this website and it says, it gives you the full history of, of, the, of, the, of the doll. Right? Yeah. So she finds out that the numeric stamp, she looks at it. Yeah. Like, just looks at it like, like on a hand. Yeah. And it's H... She, she, she writes it down. H606. H606, yeah. Right? Yeah. H606. So she types it in, uh-huh. and nothing comes up. Okay. What's the first thing you would do? Turn it upside 909H. There you go. Yeah, yeah. She does this 10 minutes into the film. She does this an hour and a half into the film. Oh, wow. okay. Which is okay. the level of intelligence we're working <laughs> with. I'm glad we both suggested to turn it upside down. Like, I mean, immediately. You <laughs> took the like, word out someone. of our mind. <laughs> <laughs> Phone somebody. <laughs> Take a winter break at the Alps. <laughs> I don't know. Try Clear my head. Punch it into the phone. <laughs> See what happens. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. That's what we would all do immediately. Or in a yeah, horror film, yeah. just run outside screaming. Okay. I feel running. safe knowing that if I am ever in a horror film situation yeah. with you two, yeah. You're, you're fixed. <laughs> that, book, that painting. <laughs> ah, this number. Fuck <laughs> it. Uh, so, yeah. so it's just. It's Can not. I ask? Is there anything to do with Johannes Brahms, the composer in the movie, or is the boy just called Brahms? The 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 boy was named after Brahms. Brahms. Okay. And there is a scene in it where I don't know where the, their actual son is playing the piano uh-huh. like you might be able to you'd be like oh that, that was a Brahms, Brahms piece but like they never mentioned it Brahms, Brahms. bangers they're called mm. <laughs> are they yeah 
and there, like he's sitting beside the doll, and yeah. the, there was no indication that the doll, the doll could play. play no, the there's no indication that the boy could play piano. And Katie Holmes walks in, and the boy's like, da, 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 and she's like, "That's beautiful." At no point is she like. You play the piano? Oh my God, my son, who I've never paid for any piano lessons, is suddenly confident <laughs> on the piano. Yeah, so... Incredible, okay, okay. There's so, that. it doesn't sound fantastic as it's much not, as... Good. It's okay. not good, it's not good, and uh, it wasn't screened for critics, okay. so... Okay. I would watch the first one, though. Okay, it's a pity they've done such a change, or just given up on what they did previously, and anyway, because you can still go somewhere with a creepy boy who lives in the walls, like... Who supposedly died in a fire? I don't think you should go anywhere with a creepy boy. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> Where do you want me to go? I mean, yeah, okay, no fine, walls. whatever. Um, okay, so <laughs> Bram's cool on the boy too uh, out this week as well. But some crackers, the Invisible Man, yes, downhill, yes, uh, Aaron Frakovich, Asterix. and Asterix. Uh, okay, lovely stuff. Right now, 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 edge of the seat stuff. Um, I know there's a lot of people tuned in live, watching live right now. The phones are off the hook. You've yeah. probably heard them ringing throughout. Um, as we said, we have to give away our big prize uh, to celebrate the release of Downhill. Um, it was that uh, voucher for four free ski slash snowboarding lessons at the Ski Club of Ireland in Kilternan. In County Dublin. Is County Dublin or County Kildare? It's Dublin. Ireland. The Alps. Ireland. The Alps. <laughs> The Alps, yeah. Kilkerran and Alps. Why didn't I think of that? Because yeah. um, it was funny. Yeah, it was very funny. So, anyway, uh, you can head over to skiclub.ie for more details on how to get lessons there. But if you are the winner of the competition, you don't need to head over there because hmm. we've got your vouchers for you right now. Um, so last week's high clue, first of all, was, uh, if we can see it up on screen, hit at the Oscars. Diva always loves Frank Prince, untouchable voice. Um, so loads of people. I think um, you would get this one. Really, think of all. Think the, of. Think of <laughs> the words. Think of who was a who was a diva when it comes to mind. Oh, a lot of people. Head of the. Well, aside from mine. Yeah. Diva always loves Frank Prince, untouchable voice. A lot of people got in touch with the. Correct answer for this one, because it was a great prize, up for grabs as well. It's not it's, Beyonce. It's a movie from the early 90s, 1993, I think. Ish, yeah. Um, so he was doing a wee bit of... Ooh. 93, 93. Um, so do I, well, I just say the answer? Yeah. yeah. So the answer is, drumroll please, <gasps> The Bodyguard. Okay. And the reason it's The Bodyguard, because I said so, but, uh, yeah, if we look at the lines again, uh, well, look at the middle line. Diva always loves Frank Prince. The diva, in this case, is Whitney Houston, star of The Bodyguard. You know, I was actually kind of thinking Whitney Houston. You were kind of right. Always love. Always, always love, love, and always I will love always love, love you. you. That's what she sings in it. Um, Frank Prince, um, his name in the movie is Frank, but he's also very frank and honest as well, because he's like, unless we tell her the truth, I'm not going to do this job. And he's all in that. And then he's her kind of her prince, her hero as well. But he also played Prince of Thieves, uh, Robin Hood as well. So there's that in the middle line. Hit at the Oscars. They were nominated for a whole bunch of awards, especially the songs. Um, but the climax of the movie is takes place at the Oscars, because she's up for an Oscar, her character, in the movie. Uh, and the hit is going to take place there. She's about to be assassinated, which is why Kevin Costner has to come save her. So hit at the Oscars. And the final line, untouchable voice. She's got an incredible voice, uh, but it's untouchable. No one can get close. And Kevin Costner also starred in The Untouchables. 
So it's Kevin Costner putting the bodyguard. They're so intricate, it's difficult, because I'm like... We're like it's, I just I was always bad at riddles. I told you that in primary school I used to get fair. In you told me that in primary school. We were in primary school together. That's no, right. I told Watching you. the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Way too young. Um, so the bodyguard. But so congratulations, <laughs> as we said, to everybody uh, who's already received their tickets. We've been in touch with you. But out of those ten winners, I want to say they're all at home they're with their families. All of live studio audience. <laughs> I want to say a big congratulations to. Wayne Walker, you're our overall winner. Um, you have won those tickets to the Ski Club of Ireland, so we'll be in touch and get those out to you as well. And interestingly, Wayne Walker, from where I'm from, Derry, is another word for babysitter. That's definitely another lie. It's not a. It's it's kind of it's more because you call kids Waynes and Derry. Why? And if you're like a kid, why? We it comes from like wee ones, okay. wee ones, wee ones, wee ones, wee ones, wee ones. Right. Uh, and then he's a Wayne Walker, so he takes Wayne's for a walk. So it's babysitter. It's a bit of a stretch. Anyway, Wayne Walker, you won that. This week's High Clue. We've got an amazing prize up for grabs again. Look at this. Because Birds of Prey is in cinemas at the moment. Look at this. We've got a... What do you call these types of bags? Tote, Tote bag. Tote bag. Yeah. Tote smosh. Here we go. Uh, it's a Birds of Prey goodie bag. We have got... Uh, like wee Birds of Prey bits and pieces. Niggly bits there. A mallet. A Harley Quinn mallet, yeah. which would be amazing, an inflatable one. It's going to be inflated. That's not, it's going to be inflated. Just add water, you're sorted. Um, let's see, what else have we got? Uh, a t-shirt. Look at this, look at this. This is amazing. I think it's a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Got that as well. What's on there? Oh, it's all of the birds of prey together. And uh, Bruce the hyena. And Bruce the hyena as well, named after. Bruce. Bruce Forsyth. That's the one. <laughs> Big fan. Uh, this is my favourite bit. Look, you also get this Birds of Prey mug, which has a knuckle duster handle. Yeah, very cool. Look at that. That's dangerous, but also amazing. It's a cup and a weapon. <laughs> yeah, look, there you go. <laughs> cup of tea. Do you want a cup of tea? I'll give you a cup of tea. <laughs> um, so we do have that up for grabs. So if you get the answer to this week's high clue, uh, you will be in with the chance of winning uh, one of these Birds of Prey goodie bags. Isn't that nice? I think it's lovely. Isn't yeah, that nice? really, there you really go. cool. And you'll stand out from the crowd as well. You won't lose that. You're like, no. oh my God, did you win that in a big review ski? You're so cool. Let's take a look at this week's high clue. You've got some thread in you. Oh God, I've got red on you. Film fans. Um, right, here it is. Cockney. Oh you know who. Graves after bullseye is off. Guard in placid spot. Rory is scribbling something down frantically. How? <laughs> he just, he always predicts the end. That's what it is. So Cockney, you know who. Graves after bullseye is off. Guard in placid spot. Uh, yeah, there's nothing really to, to say in addition to that. Good. So as we said, we'll put it... We'll, that's enough. Because that, that's, that's enough. You think that's, you think that's too easy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Speak for yourself. I know, exactly. I, I <laughs> oh, Denise... Sneaking a peek, do you agree? Yeah. Don't say it out loud. Don't the say answer it. is. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, so uh, again, we'll, we'll stick that up online. Uh, and if you do know the answer, uh, let us know and we will uh, put you in the draw to win one of those very cool Birds of Prey goodie bags. 
that's pretty much it for this week. Do we do Christopher Cockney? You know who five graves after a bullseye is off seven. Guard in Placid's about five, five, seven, five. You did sorted. it. You did it. Um, coming up on next week's show, very excited about this. We're going to have uh, a look at Pixar's brand new movie, uh, Onward, starring the voice talents of Tom Holland yeah. and Chris Pratt. Yeah. yeah. We'll so, also have Jason Blum on. Jason Our Blum, Blum has, is going to be on the show. Yeah. The Jason Blum mm-hmm. from House of Blum. House of Bloom. 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 It's a good word to say. Bloom. And before we go, go on. We got fan mail. What? You've got fan mail. Is right? this a new segment on the show? I yeah. hope so. Okay. So this arrived to the Wait. Bi- <laughs> do we need to do we need like masks? Know. Medical masks? No, I think it <laughs> has this been checked? It hasn't. It's not international. It's not international. Okay. okay. It's from the, see, the Maybe big, me and Denise the, will just the stand over the other side of the team. room. Nice. So beautiful spells. handwriting, may I add? Yeah, very in line. This like it was a... done with a ruler. <laughs> oh my! Well, I think it was done with a pen, but yeah. All right. yeah. So inside, <laughs> what is this? It's a letter with a with a with a, a uh, crest? crest and everything, like a family crest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also is says, this the start of a says, horror movie? <laughs> it says the big review scale. You have been summoned. <laughs> I won't say <laughs> the name of the family crest, but it does say underneath it a corporation. Okay. Ah, oh, lads, we're in a movie. This is amazing. Yeah. So, uh, it starts off... Do you, actually, we'll just, do you want to just read that first line there? Dear Sir, forward slash Madame, forward slash Rory Sweater. Oh. So, yeah. it's, it's been specifically talking about your, to, yeah. your jumpers. Uh, and then there's a, a, a lengthy letter uh, <laughs> in response to the episode where we broke down the <laughs> maddest moments of... The Fast and Furious 9 trailer. Oh, yeah. We all picked our favorite moments of that bonkers trailer. We absolutely did. Uh, And we had a bit of a running joke Uh about one of the lines of dialogue, I think. No, it was the tagline for the movie. Not the Magna Car stuff. No, 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 no. It was the actual tagline. It <laughs> the was actual tagline. Not all family is blood. Oh yeah, we were very confused by that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it doesn't make any yeah. doesn't make any sense. But then Justine it, correct. Yeah, it doesn't. I, it doesn't. I think it was Justine and yourself correctly pointed out that like <sighs> some d bag eventually is going to get that as a tattoo. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because it's yeah, you know, yeah. it, it means everything. It's iconic. Yeah. It's yeah. iconic. So along with the lovely letter, they have given us. That is so Tattoo transfers. Cool. What is it? Can I see this? Look at Tattoo this. transfers with not all blood is family. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come over to this camera Good for look. a wee second just to bring it a wee bit closer so you can see. Slow zoom, slow zoom, slow zoom. So it's a wee, it's a wee bit backwards. Let's see if we get it in the light. But uh, yeah, so not all blood is family. Is that the Fast Furious font as well? Yes, it is. And ah, can lads. you read the, uh, the teeny writing underneath that? There's a wee bit underneath. Save... <laughs> I can read. Backwards. The, the words are backwards. So I'm going to save all work before pressing F. Save all work before pressing okay. F9. Yeah. Amazing, because the movie's called F9. And we had a crap joke about if you press F9 that the trailer automatically plays. Yeah. That is, there's a lot of effort has gone into that. So that and was, even this letter is just stunning. Yeah. Who, who, are we, who are we thanking? We'll say Connor. Connor, thank you so, so much. This is... <laughs> This ah, oh, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. Yes. There's a lot. There's a lot but of emotion. I think you should put on all eight tattoos today. <laughs> today, yeah, yeah I'm walking around. Um, <laughs> Paul, no, he's no Paul. Paul, Paul. where's he moved? Paul. <laughs> Paul. Paul. Paul, get down. <laughs> Justine. <laughs> Justine. Uh, 
there's enough to go around. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. This is, this is our first bit of fan mail. That I, well, I'm aware of, yeah. I think the rest had to be destroyed before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh. yeah, so that's, uh, so that's, that's... That's made my day. Yeah. Yeah. Are, oh. you, are we going to... Should we... So I think we should just go to the tattoo shop and just get a proper one. Get the I real ones. So, I'm yeah. going to hang on to these. Yeah. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we going to done? Somewhere in town. Nice. No, I mean, that was, it was, it was <laughs> nice. It was good. I was like, where? Which way is it going to go? It's good. Comedy genius. Comedy genius. <laughs> we got a snort. Listen. Ourselves? <laughs> we buy a kit on eBay. <laughs> oh, that hit me just right. Listen. I needed uh, that. <laughs> it's been swell having everybody uh, watching and listening thank you so much as we said don't forget to subscribe check out our b- b- bonus features we do have some new bonus features Rory is now crying yeah. happy tears no happy we uh, <laughs> we uh, yeah there's loads there's loads could come and there's loads to come as well <laughs> loads so. to come and loads to come okay there's, uh, they're on this internet <laughs> <laughs> okay listen uh, again, thank you, Connor. Thank you so much, and to the rest of you as well. Congratulations <laughs> to Wayne Walker as well <laughs> in town. That's great, uh, and a massive thank you to Denise for everything. <laughs> thank uh, you for all your previous cameo appearances as well. Thank you it's so much. much. It's been it's been a wild ride Hasn't and it? a fun one. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. Yeah. Not all blood is family. I know. Not all blood Off is family. the shops we go now. <laughs> <laughs> Not all blood is family. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. You're listening to the Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass.